Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the new 22, that rhymed, Nissan Frontier. You can take a look at this Frontier on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Nissan in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. Want to go behind the scenes of the editors of Auto Week, Car and Driver, and Road and Track? Become a member of the Track Club and receive six supersized issues of the new Road and Track, plus access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events, both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Tom, tell me about the 20... 22 Nissan Frontier. This thing is a million years old, right? It came out in, uh, what, was 1996 or uh, 1976 <laughs> or something? Uh, get with the program here, Wes. No, this is a new fully redesigned Nissan Frontier. Lots of fun. Uh, and it's just launched newly into the market uh, as of late 2021. Uh, and I can tell you already, uh, it's making a difference in terms of the sales numbers for this for this all new uh, mid-size pickup truck. As we saw in the fourth quarter, you know, it, was, it was launched, I believe it was September, October-ish. And uh, in that fourth quarter of 2021, the Frontier really did well uh, in its sales. It, uh, it, it was the number two truck, uh, of course, behind the number one Tacoma uh, from uh, Toyota. Uh, but if you look at the whole of 2021, because they were selling mostly their older truck, uh, they they were lagging well behind um, Chevy Colorado, Ford Ranger, the Jeep Gladiator, and of course the uh, Tacoma, which is just the 800 pound gorilla in the segment. Uh, but you know we're gonna I I would be expecting that in 2022 the Frontier because it's been around for so long and because it's built up such a following, uh, I would expect that the Frontier is going to do much better in 2022. Uh, potentially being the number two player, uh, just because this is an all new truck. Uh, full disclosure here, Wes, I am not a huge pickup truck fan, uh, but of course the trucks have gotten so much more uh, enjoyable to drive. They've, they feel less trucky than they used to, uh, a little more car-like, uh, even, even with, you know, with, um, with uh, solid axles and, and even with uh, leaf springs in the back, I, I, I still find that trucks are, are more enjoyable to drive, especially on the highway than they used to be. And you look at this new Frontier and the styling's nice. I mean, I, as I said, I'm not a huge truck fan, but if I had to own a truck, this is about the size that I would want. And uh, in terms of styling, I, I think it's a pretty darn good looking truck. They've done a nice job with, uh, with the grill. Uh, the overall styling, I think, is really uh trying to just hit the meat of the market so um good job by nissan here and a market that is a uh, hard to feed right people love buying trucks there's nothing more americans like to buy than a than a new pickup that being said tom you take us on a quick little walk around of this nissan frontier which we're going to jump to right now all right let's talk about the all-new 2022 nissan frontier that i've been enjoying this is the pro x crew cab version with two-wheel drive and a 3.8 liter v6 making a competitive 310 horsepower uh, as we start the walk around this model is glacier white with aggressive looking 17 inch beadlock steel rims the interior is charcoal uh, we'll talk more about the interior during my drive segment uh, this is a handsome truck, although some people who favor sports cars will probably laugh at the idea of a truck being handsome. 
Uh, clearly those people are in the minority because a lot more people are buying trucks than coupes, at least in America. So in white, this truck comes with a blacked out grill and in the center of the grill is a new Nissan logo with deep orange font and a ring around the name. Uh, there are two hooks at the bottom of the front end on either side of the front skid plate uh, that are the same color of deep orange. It kind of helps with the uh, continuity. At the top of the grill, along the front edge of the hood, is a prominent Frontier badge that stretches about the length of the grill. The uh, LED headlights and the LED fog lamps are sleek, and the whole front end works well together in the various trims that I've seen. Around the side are fixed step rails, one for each of the four doors, uh, and those are option priced at $750 for the set. At the uh, rear bumper on the driver's side is another step. You just kick it with your boot, it drops down, and you can climb into the bed a bit easier. Give it another kick and the step will retract. There are um, matte black fender flares, and also matte black is the sport bar, which is priced at $1,095. It's a uh, big burly roll bar, and this bar also has the name Frontier in... Um, perforated steel on both sides of the truck. Makes for a nice additional badging. This is a smallish five-foot bed. Uh, it's not really big enough to haul dirt bikes, but there's a spray-in liner along with the Utilitrack anchoring system, as well as a 120-volt plug in the bed. What a pickup. So, Tom, can you kind of outline what exactly is going on in the midsize, formerly uh, compact uh, truck segment. What? What's? Who are the big players here? Uh, yeah, the top player is the uh, Toyota Tacoma, uh, and then comes the Frontier and the Jeep Gladiator and the Ford Ranger and the Chevy Colorado. Uh, but it's really important to note that we're starting to see a, a bifurcation, I guess you'd say, uh, perhaps a splintering off of a new segment. Um, it seems like the trucks that I just named, those that have been in the market for a long time, those, those I think, now should be constituting the mid-sized truck segment, a new segment that doesn't really exist because all we, you know, usually these trucks are just referred to as compact because uh, <laughs> relative to the full-size F-150s and Silverados and such, these are much smaller trucks. Uh, but we've gone even smaller now with, uh, with the Ford Maverick, which is a hybrid. Uh, and, and also with the Hyundai Santa Cruz. Um, so these are interesting vehicles. They're, they're basically small crossovers with beds on them. Uh, and, uh, you know, the success that, that both Honda and Ford are finding in this market that they are basically pioneering at the same time, uh, it, it says a lot about the market. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of these, which, which you know, as I mentioned earlier, that means three truck segments, uh, you know, a dedicated small pickup, mid-size pickup, and full-size pickup truck market, which, uh, which, which I think the U.S. market could certainly bear. Yeah, we do love our trucks. Well, I'm easily sold by how things drive conveniently, which I believe you took this thing out on a little, uh, little drive. So let's jump to that right now. Uh, let's talk about the interior, which is probably my least favorite aspect of the new Frontier. Um, I've been in a lot of versions of the new Frontier, and every one of them was charcoal black on the inside. It was pretty dull aesthetically. You might say, well, people buying trucks don't want flashy, but 
some splashes of color certainly would make an impression on me. Uh, and last year, Nissan showed us a 2022 Frontier with lava orange accents uh, inside. Uh, but none of the trucks at the test drive last year uh, had those orange accents, and neither does this one that I just drove. The uh, infotainment system works well and carries over much of the technology we've seen on the latest Nissan vehicles. I think the interior of the uh, Frontier is a lot like all interiors and compact pickups. Uh, it's, it's hard to make money in this segment, so automakers clearly don't spend as much on the interior. It's a lot easier to have a gussied up King Ranch F-150 or a Ram Laramie pickup when people are paying north of $70,000. Um, but this here is a much different market. So let's uh, let's take the Frontier for a spin now, shall we? <clears throat> Backup camera is uh, doing a fine job. There's the surround view camera, the bird's eye camera that I like to refer to. Uh, Nissan and Infiniti have been doing this quite well for a long time. Reasonably quiet. Love this 3.8 liter V6. Nissan has been doing uh, quality V6 engines uh, since the beginning of the VQ. Uh, that was back in 1995, and this fam this this engine that we're driving right now would be considered a uh, a member of that family. It's been a long time now. Road and Track is now fully loaded. Subscribe today at a special intro price of only 30 bucks a year, and we'll send you every supersized collectible volume of Road and Track magazine. Learn more about the Reimagined Lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts at roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. So Tom, you know, how does this thing stack up compared to, say, the previous Frontier? Uh, I think it stacks up very, very favorably. Um, I, I do recall the previous generation Frontier, and um, it... it, it did not make me a fan of pickup trucks. I mean, I, I feel a lot more excited about driving this Frontier. Um, just, just you know, you turn loose the designers and the engineers to come up with with whatever they can. Uh, and in in this case, it's it's um, it's definitely a step up, and it's it's a step up for the entire segment. Can you talk about how you enjoyed this VQ thirty eight DD? The VQ engine has always been known for being so smooth. A really rich torque band you know whether you're driving it in the maxima or um or this uh and, and of course a version of this engine was also uh, it has been in the z car for many many years uh it, and of course it was used by infinity as well in a number of their vehicles so um you know dual overhead cam just incredibly quiet and smooth uh never never really feels uh like it's like it's pressed too hard um, you know, honestly, 3.8 liters in this segment is is a lot of displacement. Um, engines are being downsized, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, heck, we're seeing four-cylinder engines uh, in full-size Silverados. Uh, so, to see a migration to four-cylinder engines uh, across this segment, I, I I think is is a given. Um, you know, look at the the Ford Maverick, and also, of course, the Hyundai Santa Cruz. 
uh, four-cylinder engines, and they do just fine in those particular vehicles. So I, I think we're going to see more four-cylinders. Uh, but for the time being, uh, yeah, it's it's great to have V6 power. Uh, much better for towing, of course, uh, in the frontier. As, as I mentioned, uh, over 6,500 pounds in terms of towing. And no pesky turbochargers to uh, give up the ghost. Exactly. Yeah, naturally uh, aspirated. On a quick spin, Tom, we try to get to the essence of the automobile, and the new Frontier is no exception. So, Tom, I ask you, what is the raison d'etre of the 2022 Nissan Frontier? What? Why is it? Why? Why should I buy this truck? Why? Why is Nissan churning this thing out? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Frontier is here because there are a lot of people who buy pickup trucks not necessarily for work purposes, uh, but they own, say jet skis or a snowmobile or a small boat and they don't necessarily need the full-size pickup truck uh, which also takes us back to this uh, six-cylinder uh, idea that uh, you know maybe maybe the six-cylinder uh, in in a truck the size of the frontier really does make sense uh, so yeah the reason to be um, it's 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 to uh, support an active lifestyle for young people um, and you know, as I said earlier, I'm I'm not really a pickup truck um, target audience, but uh, this this is the type of truck that that actually makes me interested. Um, so I, you know, it, there aren't many trucks that I would say that about, uh, but the Frontier is one. Um, so yeah, it's reason to be. It's it's to uh, serve all serve all masters. Uh, you know, a, a smallish bed uh, clearly. Most of the people who are, who are buying a truck this size don't need a big bed. Um, and, you know, the, so, you know, a smallish bed is better on fuel economy. Uh, and, um, you know, the, the interior, um, like I say, you're not buying the truck for the interior for the most part. Um, you're buying it for its functionality and for its, for its easy driving, I would say. Uh, I think that wraps it up. And also, Tom, I think that puts a pin in this episode. Uh, but hey, if you could, uh, listeners, uh, thank you so much for listening. But if you could, head over to the Apple Podcast Store and drop us a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. And also, hey, if you could uh, head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That would be all of great, the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. And I know I say it's at the end of every episode, and I know I just said this, basically. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.